Hello and welcome to another edition of Addition. I'm your host, Adi Adewusi. I'm a product manager at Microsoft, a mathematician, a futurist, a tech optimist, artist and creator, and I'm here every day, Monday through Friday, bringing you the news, the hot topics in tech, an update on the market, some career advice, and let you know what I'm geeked out about this week. So before I get into today's filled, like action-packed episode, if you're watching on YouTube, go ahead and hit the like button. If you're not already subscribed, subscribe and hit the bell if you just want to know immediately when I release new videos. If you're listening on your podcast player, go ahead and follow on Apple, Spotify, or subscribe on Google Podcasts, Anchor. I'm on all the podcast platforms. And go ahead and leave a five-star review because if you leave a five-star review on Apple or Spotify, and if you like or if you subscribe to the YouTube channel as well as subscribe to the Substack, which gives you every episode as well as my detailed show notes directly into your email inbox. Um, that's editionpod.substack.com. When you do all of those things, we can have a 30-minute career workshopping session. Uh, so I have had a little bit more time to be creative on TikTok, so I have some more fun TikTok videos that I released yesterday. You can follow me at editionpod. And of course, Twitter at editionpod or Instagram at addition with Addy. All the TikToks go on Instagram. And my personal Twitter is at Addy Adewusi. So now that we've gotten that out of the way, let's get into an update on the markets. And again, these markets have a mind of their own. They're not, they're doing what they want to do and have no respect for anybody involved. So Bitcoin is down 5.05% in the past seven days and is back way below 30,000 at 28,873. Ethereum is down 7.85% in the past seven days and it is at 1,925. Going into the stock markets, the S&P 500 is down 4.7% in the past five days and the NASDAQ is down 7.06% in the past five days. So what? why is this drop happening? One of the hot topic in tech stories may be related, but we don't know. We, we have no idea what's going on in the markets. All I know right now is that this is the time when you start feeling like you wanna do something crazy, like sell all of your investments, get out of the market. That's what people are doing. That's why the prices have gone down. People are selling. And some people are selling because they've already made 10x, 5x on their investment, and it's a good time to sell. Why risk it? But if you are down, this is that's breaking like every investment rule to sell. So this is not investment advice, but and I know I share, I'm not helping by giving you an update on the markets every day, but if you're thinking about cashing out your whole 401k because you're worried that the stock price is gonna drop, and you're only like between 30 and 40 years old, I highly recommend taking a long pause, long pause and do some research on investing principles. This is the time if you're, if you find yourself doing something like tempted to, you know, make an erratic decision, get, go ahead and get yourself a financial advisor now, um, a fee-based financial advisor. Not everyone is made 
to manage their own investments. And that's why there is a huge industry of financial advisors. If you find it hard to maintain your composure during this market, I highly recommend you do that because I know I am not your financial advisor. I'm just someone who's on the journey with you and I just happen to have read a lot of books and listened to a lot of podcasts about investing and I'm a mathematician so I'm math-minded and everything makes sense to me. You know, if you are, you just, before you do anything, just check with the financial advisor. That's, that's my recommendation here. Okay, so let's get into the hot topics in tech. So Snap. Snap Inc., which is the creator of Snapchat, the popular messaging app. So Snap plunges after the CEO warns that the company will miss on earnings and revenue. And this is from CNBC. So I quote from the article, Snap shares plunged 30% in extended trading on Monday after CEO Evan Spiegel warned in a note to employees that the company will miss its own targets for revenue and adjusted earnings in the current quarter. The social media company will also slow hiring through the end of the year as it looks to file looks to manage expenses, Spiegel wrote. Part of the letter was filed with the Securities and Exchange Commission. Quoting Evan, today we filed an 8K sharing that the macro environment has deteriorated further and faster than we anticipated when we issued our quarterly guidance last month, Spiegel wrote in the note. As a result, while our revenue continues to grow year over year, it is growing more slowly than we expected at this time." End quote. So Snap releasing this 8K, which is a a financial document to disclose um, any change uh, on, you know, estimates that if the company has gotten information a little bit later, they can use an 8K to file this information and the it's not good. So in response, the shares plunged 30% for Snap and had a ripple effect for other um, companies. So pretty much every other tech company that is relying on advertising is affected because the, the language was very vague in the statement. It says, macro environment has deteriorated further and faster than we anticipated. What is that macro environment? So why, why should this not affect Facebook stock? Why should this not affect um, you know, Twitter stock? Because they're in the same business of user-generated content, attracting attention for then businesses to sell ads to. So this is having you know, a major ripple effect, and I don't know what this means for social media. What something that I've been reflecting on once I pivoted more into being a social media creator as opposed to a social media consumer, I consume way less social media. I also pay for ad free social media when I can, like in YouTube. So, with Meta slash Facebook, Instagram, we all know Instagram is dying. Facebook has been dead for a while. Yes, I know people are still using it as the most popular platform, but the people that advertisers want to target, you know, aren't on these platforms as much. Snapchat is surprising because we thought, you know, teenagers would be the one group of people that would, you know, always be addicted to social media no matter what. But guess what? There's something called TikTok that is way more entertaining than whatever's on Snapchat or Instagram my opinion. So TikTok is crushing American social media right now. And 
they need to pivot because I guarantee you the macro environments for TikTok are not being affected right now. And even if they were, since they're a Chinese company, would we really even know? So um, I'm, I'm also seeing YouTube being unaffected too. Um, so it's really the legacy social media platforms. Um, so, but uh, Google did drop yesterday, Google stock as well, along with everybody else. It's hard to tell, but just know that there's a big... Um, uncertainty around social apps right now and their business model and their revenue model. And um, Snap just kind of, there was just a major ripple effect when Snap released this, released this 8K. Okay, moving on. So Coinbase tests an app for employees to grade each other during meetings. I quote from the article, this is from the information. Coinbase, a cryptocurrency trading firm that garnered attention for banning salary negotiations and political speech among its employees in recent years, is testing another practice that has raised eyebrows internally, asking employees to frequently rate each other. Other employees at the company have been using a real-time evaluation app invented by Bridgewater Associates, the well-known hedge fund founded by Ray Dalio, which helped enforce a culture of radical transparency that encourages blunt honesty, according to two people with direct knowledge. The app Dot Collector is sold by Principles, a company Dalio founded. Coinbase's versions lets employees evaluate coworkers, including their managers, on how well they exemplify the crypto firm's 10 cultural tenets, which include clear communication, efficient execution, positive energy. During meetings and other interactions, these people said. After an interaction, an employee can give their colleague a thumbs up, thumbs down, or neutral rating, end quote. Okay, so I'm not going to discuss my personal feelings about this app because Coinbase is a company that no one is forced to work at. So if they don't want to have, if they don't want to deal with this software, they can leave. And I'm sure that's part of this plan, right? They know it's going to polarize and alienate some of their employees. So their Coinbase loves giving reasons for their employees to leave the company because they don't want to have to do layoffs um, and it takes care of the problem themselves. Um, I'm imagining this app as kind of like, you know, when I order something on Instacart or Uber and after my transaction or after it's delivered, there's a thumbs up, thumbs down, you know, how did we do kind of question. Uh, same for customer service. So I'm seeing that, so Uber with their ratings and, you know, customer service companies also asking their ratings of how did you do. I think people thought white collar professional workers would be immune to this type of rating system. Um, it gives me very black mirror. Uh, there's... There's a, a TV show on Netflix called Upload where they turn Tinder into a sort of rating app. But basically, rating apps are coming for everybody. And, you know, companies will, there'll be companies that have these rating apps and companies that don't. I actually interviewed for Bridgewater in high school or in college and made it to the final round. And, and I did get a taste of this radical, transparent culture. It's actually something that I think that I, you know, that's 
part of my personality and I would thrive in an environment like that. And if we implemented this at Microsoft, would I be concerned? Not really. Um, that being said, I think a lot of people are going to freak out about this and are going to leave Coinbase. And there you go. They save some money on labor costs. Okay, uh, moving on to the next I, story, I have to discuss another layoff. So on-demand grocery app Gorillas lays off half of its office workforce from The Verge. I quote from the article, grocery app Gorillas, which promises to deliver goods in as quickly as 10 minutes, is laying off half of its office staff. In a press release, the company said it was letting go of roughly 300 workers from a global, work, global office workforce of 600. This workforce also includes roughly 14,400 staff working in the warehouse and as delivery drivers. The company is also planning to tighten its focus on five markets that account for 90% of its revenue, the UK, the US, Germany, France, and the Netherlands. So I've never used this, and, and, end quote, at the Netherlands. I've never used this app, Gorillas, but I've used a very similar app called GoPuff. Uh, if you want to uh, see some of my encounters with GoPuff, you can check out my most recent tweets. Uh, one time, it looked like they were sending a delivery driver from Florida to uh, deliver my snacks in Atlanta. But people have been talking about the on-demand grocery business being unsustainable. That being said, as a tech optimist, I do believe that we're going to continue to have on-demand grocery apps. It's just um, some of the comp competition is going to shrink because not everyone knows how to do this on a profitable in a profitable way, and that's what's happening here with gorillas. So yeah, unfortunate that half of their workforce is getting laid off, um, and and that's something that is as I share these layoffs, it's just kind of like oh yeah, so and so cuts ten percent, so cut so cuts fifty percent. These are real people's lives being affected. So there's a lot of people that are scared, confused, lost, have no idea where to go um, because they're worried. They don't know how they're going to pay their bills, et cetera. So um, that's why I'm offering the free career workshopping session. So even if you don't need it, maybe you have a friend that's affected with the layoffs um, and they can participate too. Again, all you have to do is subscribe to the YouTube, subscribe to the Substack. Um, as well as leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And like this may seem like I'm taking advantage of a sad situation, but realistically I'm, I'm offering something for free that people seem to need right now, and I'm encouraging you to take me up on the offer. Okay, so I'm over 15 minutes, so I'm going to be quick. So career segment, ask for help. So be strategic about it. Don't ask for something that's Googled, but that you can Google. But at Microsoft, we have um, a, like one of our principles is be a learn it all, not a know it all. So have the expectation that we don't know everything. And um, if you ask for help at work in the place of, hey, like I know you're busy, but I see that you're really good at XYZ, I would love you know, 30 minutes of your time just so I can get better at that. 
and I'd be happy to leave you um, a, like a, a review or a kudos on LinkedIn, something like that. Make sure it's a win-win, but don't be afraid to ask for help because the worst thing you can do is carry a burden all on your own and that has like significant impact and keep it quiet because you're worried that people are going to like fire you or uh, look down on you for not figuring it out on your own. This is my encouragement to you to ask for help. Okay, what am I geeked out about this week? So kind of related to the little Snapchat thing, I watched this documentary that I've been meaning to watch for a while called Fake Famous on HBO. And it's basically the TV sh- or the producers of the movie or documentary, they turn nor- ordinary people into um, influencers on Instagram by buying followers as well as buying engagement. And it shows how much, you know, free stuff, and amazing experiences these people get from having this fake engagement. Um, it's and they talk about how social media companies don't have an incentive to um, change or change their policies or stop people from buying followers and buying likes because that on their balance sheet it looks like they have that many users and that much engagement as well when a lot of this is really fake. And it's possible that with Snap releasing their 8K, this is that watershed moment where everyone realizes that, um, what's the word, that uh, the emperor has no clothes. And now we're in a situation where um, in an, in, you can't monetize bots. You, you can't, you, they're faking, they've been faking it till they made it and they made it very well. And now, you know, we're not getting the receipts that, you know, these businesses are actually as successful as they've been claiming that they are. And this gives opportunity for new startups that are actually engaging and actually have product market fit to, um, you know, get a chance at being successful. The social media market has been dominated by Facebook, Snapchat, and Twitter for, you know, since, since I have been in high school, right? So we shall see. And so a lot going on this Tuesday. I'll see you tomorrow on Wednesday and go ahead, please leave a comment, like, subscribe, do all those things because I'm asking you to, and I hope you get value out of this, and that's the one thing you can do for me in return. Okay, all right. Thanks, and have a great day. Bye.